live from Lane County, Oregon, it's the Bose Nose Show with your host, West Lane County Commissioner, Jay Bosevich. And now, here's Jay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, sit down, everybody. Uh, this is Robin, obviously not Jay. Um, Jay is in the Lane County Commissioner's meeting tonight, which will be broadcast live uh, from Lane County. And we're doing something tonight that uh, we have not tried before and trying to do a live simulcast of the Lane County Commissioner's meeting. Right now, we're just kind of waiting for them to start, and that could be any time right now. So, uh, again, hopefully they'll be on time and we, I won't have to do a monologue. <laughs> um, but we are planning on, uh, in the future, however, doing live sessions, or at least um, we'll be doing remotes in, in uh, areas where, like Jay is having a town hall meeting or some type of meeting so that... Not only will it be more convenient for, for you, the listener, but it gives you an opportunity to join into these live sessions, um, in a, especially if you can't make it out. Like, say, for example, if we've got a meeting, if Jay has a meeting in Vanita and you can't make it out to Vanita at 4.30 or whatever, but you can listen to them live on the show here or call in or text or do whatever and ask your questions during the live meeting and he can uh, he can answer them. Uh, right now, again, we're waiting for the uh, Lane County Commissioners to start broadcasting and as soon as they do, we'll uh, try and simulcast it here, um, right here on KRB and Internet News Talk Radio. By the way, if you have any questions for Jay, be sure to send it to us at talk at krbnradio.net. That's .net, not .com. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get the .com back pretty soon, but I digress. Again, we're waiting for the live broadcast, Lane County Commissioner's meeting. I'll just be the budget meeting. And again, this is, by the way, if you uh, also, you should be able to watch it on Metro TV live as soon as they start streaming. They, Lane County also archives all the, all the meetings so you can listen or view them as well after the meeting. So we're kind of hoping that um, they'll be broadcasting live here and we won't have to wait till afterwards. And if that is the case, then, well, we'll take it from there. Again, we're uh, we're waiting for the Lane County Commissioner's meetings to uh, to start broadcasting here so we can broadcast, simulcast live. Jay Boltovich and team from Lane County Commissioners. We're waiting for the live session to start. And they apparently are a little bit late at the moment. So if you're listening live, we're waiting for the Lane County Commissioners meeting to start so we can simulcast them. It's something new that we're trying on KRBN. Also, by the way, an announcement that uh, the Bose No Show will be moving to a new day and time. We'll be going to Wednesdays at 4 o'clock. Uh, that way it uh, kind of fits better with Jay's schedule. And hopefully um, the people that Jay brings on the program as well, he'll be able to uh, better meet their schedule so we can get more important people. We do have a... Uh, people we have sent out invitations to we're waiting for responses from and if there's anybody that you would like to have on the program be sure to send us an email talk at krbnradio.net and we'll see what we can do if there's a topic or question that you have seen something in the newspaper that uh, is regarding Lane County or something that you would like to uh, ask Jay about again his He's more than open to answer your questions. Or same thing with any of the other people that we've had on the program, too. If you want 
to contact them. Again, send us an email, talk at krbnradio.net. Once again, we're waiting for the uh, Lane County Commissioners to start their meeting and broadcast live, and we'll bring it to you here. So far, nothing. So we'll just kind of hang on here for just a, a little bit longer and just see what's going on. They, they might be waiting until after their meeting is over before they broadcast it. The meeting is uh, live in Harris Hall right now. It's the Budget Committee Deliberation Meeting with the Lane County Commissioners. As soon as they're alive, we'll bring it to you. For good reason, uh, the sheriff and his team have done a great job of responsibly managing taxpayer resources and exceeding the promises uh, that were made to voters as part of that levy. 317 beds are available for uh, local offenders currently. We know that the sheriff intends to add another five beds uh, next year to bring that number up to at least 322 beds for local offenders. We've seen a 65% reduction in capacity-based releases. No measure 11 for violent offenders have been released pre-trial. And of course, as we've talked about over the past several weeks that we have positive cash flow uh, in the levy fund and that's due to a combination of increased general fund contributions, uh, increased levy fund collections, increased state revenues. Uh, all those revenues have been up and, and above projections as well as uh, the, man the effective management of expenses by the sheriff's office that have come in less than was anticipated. So these dynamics have all uh, allowed the budget committee now to consider a, a rare occurrence uh, in actually reducing taxes for the next two years. So the committee will talk about this um, uh, shortly. And as Sheriff Trapp has said, let's collect only what we need from taxpayers and continue to exceed the promises that have been made to voters. And I think uh, we all feel that this sends a powerful message to our community about how seriously we take our responsibility to manage limited taxpayer resources, deliver value to our community, and ultimately make our community safe, healthy, and vibrant. In uh, the midst of all of this great work and the discussions around the jail levy, I also want to make sure that we don't lose sight of the bigger picture that we painted at the beginning of this process, uh, and that is to recognize the scarcity of resources that we have in Lane County, uh, in many other critical areas, um, as well as our obligation to taxpayers to live within our means. And I think that we've demonstrated in the work that we continue to do on our budget um, that we're accomplishing that. We are laser focused as we continue to talk about on accomplishing two goals. Uh, and the proposed budget, uh, we believe, moves, moves us significantly closer to both goals, enhancing critical services, to make our community safer, healthier, and more vibrant, and creating long-term financial stability through a structurally balanced budget. Those are the same goals we talked about last year, same goals we have this year, the same goals we'll talk about next year when we propose the budget. Um, we have successfully closed a $4, uh, $4 million structural gap in the general fund and a $2 million structural gap in the road fund with no layoffs and no reductions to critical services. We've done this by reducing internal costs, a focus on shrinking uh, areas that don't impact services to the community, um, including health insurance, debt reduction, vehicle reduction, uh, computers and vacant positions, as well as aligning our revenues uh, to match our priorities. On top of that, on top of our, our uh, laser focus goal to uh, shrink our expenses and adjust revenues uh, where needed, as we talked about with scarcity. We're trying not to have the blinders on, but to continue to focus on the opportunities that exist to make our community healthier, safer, more vibrant. 
and we are making targeted and strategic investments in enhancing services, including more resources that allow us to intervene in the early stages and the root causes of criminal activity and connecting offenders to services that ultimately reduce the cycle of crime. So on the screen we show this and we have our in infographic here uh, that we're, we're really working on reshaping and refocusing the conversations, partnerships, and investments in our public safety system, recognizing that a safer and healthier community results when we treat the public safety system not as a collection of independent functions, but as a dynamic and interconnected system that requires balanced investments in all of the areas. So we talk about patrol and jail and prosecution and supervision, as well as mental health and community-based services. We're also focusing on economic prosperity in our rural communities through partnership, advocacy, and support. We are re-engaging in important equity and human rights work in, within our organization and in our community. And we're investing in a high-quality workforce through leadership development, succession planning, and new talent development. So we're using the focus that scarcity creates to live within our means and drive efficiency, as well as to invest in opportunities that make our community the best that it can be. And uh, I will just close by saying that I've had the privilege of serving this role, not for a really long time, but for two years now. And, and I have been hopeful and optimistic uh, throughout that time, but I have never been more excited uh, about where we are where we're headed and where we're going to be uh, in the very near future. And I again want to thank our great team of leaders and staff in Lane County uh, for their outstanding work and for the diligence and care uh, that all of you as members of the Budget Committee have taken over the last several weeks uh, in going through this process. So thank you, Mr. Chair, for the time, and I'm happy to answer any questions. Okay. And then you go ahead. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, thank you for the uh, comments, and, and I would agree. Um, I think this year in particular, I, I just want to say to staff, job well done in bringing the information to us. question I have, maybe this is for Christine, and that is I'm glad you have the, the chart over here on Secure Rural Schools history. And um, I'm going to kind of look maybe to Commissioner Stewart, Commissioner Sorensen on the history here, but memory serves me correct, on the uh, Secure Rural Schools general fund, we were receiving at the peak about, it was about 17 million, 15 million, something like that, and then the road fund about 22 million, is that correct? Maybe I'll look at Christine on that. Is that, is that pretty accurate? This year, what is the number for general fund that, based on harvest and what from uh, ONC, and what's the potential number for harvest for, on, on U.S. Forest Service that would be into the road fund? So the road fund, I'll start with that one, the U.S. Forest Service is about 845000 so less than a million. And the general fund, because they've been harvesting a little more on the BLM land, is about $2 million. But um, longer term history was right over $1 million. So it will slope down the next few years. So $845,000, million. Uh, okay, I just wondered that. And then uh, about $2 million compared to, was it about $15 million? Was that general fund? Yes, it might even be about 17, what you had said, yeah. So uh, this is really where I wanted to commend really the work on staff. I think the work on the budget committee the, uh, in the past the past uh, few years, I mean, there was some pain that, that happened here the, about two, three years ago, and, but where we are today. And, uh, and, I, and I think that's important to bring up because if, you know, if the secure rural schools was still in, in the position it was, from the, especially the, the original authorization of 2000-2006, we'd be telling a completely different story tonight. So um, I think this really shows not only the management side, the, the discipline on the management side, but really I think the overall discipline of that, that's occurred with uh, the Budget Committee and the Board of Commissioners in the last few years, and I just want to comment on that and thank you very much for the the work and um, job well done. And I would like to add to that, having been a budget committee member for 12 years and have been uh, certainly a participant at this very counter, 
um, in hearing of the conflict and the ire of, of the citizens of Lane County on a number of different issues and the fact that, um, again, this year there has been essentially no public comment, um, I think is a real testimony to the leadership of Lane County, to the staff of Lane County, to our elected uh, officials of Lane County being of such high quality that um, that conflict denier is is pretty much gone. And that's, again, because of hard work, good work, ethical work, integrity of a lot of people um, that impact the services we provide. So, well done. Go ahead. I would just like to say I'm been on the budget committee for about five weeks, and uh, but I've been around this place for 36 years, not not Lane County but Haxa, and uh, I, I just want to say I've noticed a, a fantastic um, uh, improvement over the last few years in this organization. I. I have to say, I think a lot of it has to do with Steve and all the department heads that presented. I've been very impressed with, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. Okay. So what I'd like to propose um, is we have the budget committee deliberation info checklist. And I'd like to go through those five items and hear from the group if there are four or more that would like to discuss the issue. Um, some of them are in the form of a motion that we'll take care of a little bit later. Um, some are kind of technical adjustments and adoption of the, the budget. That sounds agreeable to everybody? Okay. First item is a request from the Watermaster for office support of $5,481. Um, are there four people that wish to discuss that? Okay, there are not. So there won't be a motion on that. There won't be a, a budget adjustment for that um, particular item. The next one is general expense, 4-H and OSU extension services levy, um, which is encapsulated in motion number three. Um, that uh, levy was victorious, so it will show up on motion number three. Do we have four people that would like to discuss that? Okay, then we shall come back and discuss that. Um, the next one, uh, reduction of local option levy to the jail and adjust the fund to balance. Um, and we have the dollar amount of $2,631,207. Um, are there five people that wish to discuss that item? Okay. Um, Health and Human Services, increase of local, local option levy to youth services for 904598 are there five people that want to discuss that? Okay. And the last one is um, reduction of local option levy to the jail, adjust the fund balance, and that would be a reduction for essentially the 35 cents, um, 35 to 30. Christine? That last is so that's Thirty-five cents to thirty. Correct. So thirty-five cents total with thirty to the jail and five to youth services. So the okay. difference between the two is the eight cents to youth services or the five cents, okay. which is worth there, already in the. Bed. Thank you. Are there five people that wish to discuss that item? Okay. All right. Um, so first item on the list then is the 4-H and OSU extension services levy um, tied to motion three. Who would like to speak to that? Quick summary of what the levy entails. Go ahead. Yes. 
so um, this was on the ballot just this last Tuesday. You um, may know this. Um, one and a half cents per thousand assessed value. And I'll just read to you what the extension service has indicated will be the services that are provided with it, although they'll be provided by the OSU Extension Service Office, not by Lane County. So we'll be um, sending the funds to them, collecting for them. So it says they'll add two additional faculty members from OSU who will be placed in Lane County, up to 25% reduction in 4-H enrollment costs, provision of in-school and after-school 4-H programs, maintenance of current public access to the Master Gardener and Master Food Preservation programming, increased services to Lane County residents for small farms and livestock forages programming, new programming for Lane County residents around woodland and natural resource management, expansion of the role of the commercial agriculture agent to provide assistance for orchard and field crops and to address food systems infrastructure issues. And finally, they'll provide an annual report to the Board of Commissioners outlining the services that they've been able to provide each year with the levy dollars. Okay. So just a process checking with the chair. Do you just need a motion at this point to amend the proposed budget to add the revenue and expense um, at this time, and then, then that'll be adopted as part of the, the final um, motion number uh, one, and uh, or sorry, motion number five. Where and and separately, we'll have to have another motion on on setting the tax rate. But do we need to just amend the budget to add these expense revenue and expenses at this time? Is that what needs to happen? That is correct. Does it the levy passed? Therefore, motion three is almost mandatory. Correct. Correct. Yes. We we don't really have choice. It's dedicated funds. It's been approved. I don't know if that I would say the budget committee doesn't have a choice, but it's been approved. The board referred it, and okay. yes, yeah, okay. that is the rate. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, the budget committee has the choice to levy up to whatever was right. approved by the voters. Right. Yes. Um, but and, the extension service is requesting the full amount that was approved by the voters. So, uh, again, my thought is we would take motions. We would have the discussion on the various issues, conclude the discussion, and then go to the motions. That that would be my thought. If there's another method, I'm I'm certainly open to it. I know it feels a little, because we've got these motions that are tied, the, the levy rates are tied to the budget amounts that you're adjusting, it feels a little backwards, but they are two different items. So you do need to, either direction you want to go, if you want to have the budget committee approve the levy amounts and then look to adjust the budget amounts, these are just the amounts on the sheet that we need to, yeah, so either way. It's a little unusual. Okay. So go to the motion continue the discussion. You're listening to the Lane County Budget Committee, Lane County Commissioners, and you can like watch it again live on lanecounty.org. The proposed budget uh, to reflect general expense uh, fund 269 to include the 4-HOSU extension service levy, which would um, increase the revenue by $425,727. Second. Okay. And I assume that includes the expenses also. Excuse me. That includes the expense. Okay. It's been moved and seconded to approve the amended budget, amended budget by 425727 Is there any further discussion? Okay. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. Motion carries. So, just to clarify, is that motion three is different? Correct. Okay. Okay. Got it. On to the next item. Um, the uh, reduction of the local option levy to the jail and adjusting the fund balance. Um, there are five people that wanted to discuss that item. Go ahead. Who wants to be first? Commissioner. 
So I'm, I'm happy to discuss this item. I think it reflects um, some really good work on the part of the Sheriff's Office and our staff. Uh, three years ago when we passed the jail levy, we did so trying to make a promise we knew we could keep. You know, we were looking at various things like whether or not the marshal's service was going to continue to rent beds, whether the, you know, trying to predict how much Community Corrections Act funding the, the legislature would give us in the next biennium. And we were very conservative in estimating everything so we could make sure that the promise we made when we put it on the ballot of maintaining 255 local jail beds could be met for the entire five years. And our staff did a really great job of being conservative and we've exceeded a lot of the revenue. We've also underspent a lot of the expenses because we were also conservative on that side. And we've been building up this large um, reserve in that fund, a highly constrained reserve though that can only be spent on jail beds. And this reduction in, in the um, revenue and uh, will reflect a reduction, uh, a reduction in the rate will approve by a separate motion. Um, but I think it's a, a really you know, great thing that we're able to do this and it reflects on some really good work by both the Sheriff's Department and our, and our finance staff. So with that, I'd like to uh, move to amend the budget in uh, the Sheriff's Office, Fund 290, uh, to reduce the, um, the revenue of the local option jail levy and adjust the fund balance by uh, downwards by uh, $2,631,207. Second. Okay. It's been moved and seconded to reduce the local option levy to the jail um, to 38 cents, 30 cents for sheriff's office. And does that include eight cents to youth services? Oh, yes. That'll be the next motion. Okay. Um, so 30 cents to the sheriff's office. Uh, total reduction of 2,631,207. There were other people that wanted to discuss. Any other discussion before we vote? Go ahead, Herb. Yes. So I actually, um, I think this is a, a great opportunity and that the sheriff actually brought forward um, as an idea to be able to make sure that we are taking all of those tax funds that we need to meet the obligation that was promised by the sheriff and others in the county. And uh, that this is a prudent um, item for the budget committee to do. Okay. Any further discussion? All right, Commissioner. Thank you. <clears throat> you know, I'd, I'd like to personally extend a, a thank you to the sheriff and the sheriff's department, all of you all sitting out there for the work that went into this. It wasn't easy. Uh, simply meeting the requirements of the levy. Certainly wasn't easy passing the levy. And uh, to make the bold decision and the bold recommendation to actually reduce taxes based upon uh, performance of the department and based upon promises kept, promises made and promises kept. That is a, uh, this is a, mo uh, a significant moment in the history of uh, Lane County, I do believe. In fact, I'm gonna ask the question, uh, Christine, in your tenure here, tell me the last time we reduced taxes. It has not occurred. Did, that, did you say never? Never. Never. Mm. Okay. Good job, Sheriff. Good job, Department. We're reducing taxes based upon the performance of the department and based upon the uh, the uh, efficiency with which you operate your uh, your side of the business. Very, very well done. Thank you. Eric? I don't know if it was mentioned, but uh, the levy anticipated that there'd be 255 new jail beds and we actually have, I believe, 312, so we've exceeded that as well as um, everything else. Okay. Any more discussion? Mr. Chair, just a clarification on the never. Um, I was on the on the uh, school board when Measure 5 came, and there was a reduction in taxes then. And then on the city council with Measure 47 and 50, there was a reduction in taxes then. But uh, since that time, historically, it, there simply have not been reductions in property taxes here. So superb. Well, if we're going to go in the Wayback Machine, Pleasant Hill School District refunded money uh, with their bond measure many years ago. <laughs> so, um, but not as significant as what we're dealing with today. And certainly I agree as a result of, of very conservative estimation, a very hard, a lot of hard work uh, to promote it in the community. And um, this is a very honorable thing to do. So any further discussion? 
Okay. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. Motion carries unanimously. Okay. Next one. Increase of, so we've just given back, now we're going to take it away. Increase of local option levy to youth services. Um, that I believe is a three cent increase. They were in the levy at five. We are proposing to move them to eight cents per thousand with an addition of $904,598. And the general intent is to increase the level of their reserve to be percentage wise equal to what the sheriff uh, will is projected to end up with at the end of the levy in, a, in another couple of years. Um, so, do you want to go to discussion or would somebody like to make a motion? Go ahead. So, this this was accurately stated. The idea is, is we, as we looked at the sheriff's office ending with a certain amount of reserve, we realized there was a mismatch in youth services where they were going to end up with a far smaller reserve. and by adding the three cents for the next two years, we'll actually end up with an equal number of months of reserve at the end of the, the five-year levy. And both both functions, we're not changing what we're funding. It's still the eight detention beds and the eight treatment beds and youth services. It's just a little bit of adjustment to kind of end up equal in, in both, both services. So with that, I will... I'd uh, like to move to amend the proposed budget in Health and Human Services Fund 290 to increase the local option levy to use services and total revenue of $904,598, and that's to go into reserve in the same amount. Second. Okay. It's been moved and seconded to increase the local option levy to youth services by three cents per thousand of assessed valuation. Um, further discussion? Okay. All those in favor of the motion signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. The motion carries unanimously. Um, and then the last item for discussion or deliberation is. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's basically off the table. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that. Uh, completes the deliberation um, list. Are we missing anything? Is there anything anybody would like to bring up for consideration if we get the four votes? Okay. Done. So I believe we now have five motions. Anybody? Go ahead. Mr. Chair, I'd like to move motion number one, which is to move approval of the fiscal year 2016-2017 Lane County permanent tax rate of $1.2793 per thousand of assessed value. Second. Okay. Motion number one has been moved and seconded. Um, any discussion? Okay. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Motion number two. <laughs> Move approval of the fiscal years 2016-2017 local option tax for jail and critical use services in the amount of 30 cents. 38. 38 cents per assessed thousand of assessed valuation with 30 cents for jail services, eight cents for your service. Somebody making that motion. So okay. moved. So moved. Okay. Second. Okay. Motion number two has been moved and seconded. Is there any further discussion? Okay. All those in favor of the motion signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Motion number three. I'll move. Okay. I'll move approval of the fiscal year 2016-17 local option tax to support 4-H and OSU extension programs in Lane County in the amount of 0 0.015 for $1,000 of assessed value. Second. Okay. 
It's been moved and seconded. Uh, motion number three. Um, and it's point, yeah, 0.015 cents per thousand. Very small amount. Um, and if, and it's been moved and seconded. There was a second. Further discussion? I was just going to correct it. It's 1.5 cents per thousand or 0.015 dollars per thousand. Pardon me. Yes. Okay. That is correct. Um, would anybody else want to weigh in on trying to say that amount? Um, moving seconded. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay. Motion carries. Okay. These are bigger numbers. Uh, do I hear a motion for number four? Well, I'll move approval to allow the use of transient room tax dollars for operational purposes consistent with lane code 4.1755 and 6 and ORS 320.350 as follows, lane event center in the amount of $842,040 and lane county parks division in the amount of $661,709. Is there a second? Second. Okay. Motion number four has been moved and seconded. Any further discussion? Okay. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. Now the unanimous vote. Motion number five. Who would like to take that one on? Mr. Chair, I'd like to, to move approval of the entire fiscal year 2016-17 budget with all the adjustments approved by the Budget Committee. Is there a second? Second. Okay. Mr. Abel seconds. Um, okay. Any further discussion on motion number five? Go ahead. Thank you. So once again, we reached the point where we're going to approve our budget. Um, and in past years, uh, I've had to make last-ditch attempts to fund prosecution in this county with trans you know, transferring money here and there. I want to note this is the first year I've been on the Budget Committee where I have not had to make a motion to fund prosecution because this budget actually included two additional DA positions. Um, I also want to note that um, you know there's been some talk back and forth about the uh, Human Services um, Commission's contributions from various partners, and I'm pleased to hear the City of Eugene last night uh, is adding $100,000 to their contribution and, and trying to restore their funding back to what it was several years ago. Um, so we did not have to really discuss that. Uh, I also just want to take a moment also, um, like uh, Commissioner Lycan did, and recognize uh, the county administrator and the staff and all the hard work they put into this budget. People may not really think about this, but, but let me just state this one more time. There was a $6 million structural deficit in our general fund and a $2.9 million structural deficit in our road fund. And we closed both of those gaps without laying off any people. Now we did eliminate positions in both funds, but we did not actually lose employees. That is an amazing thing to do. And we did a lot of it with adjustments to how we spend money, like going to our, our self-insurance, things that will carry forward in our budget. It wasn't one-time savings. These are long-term structural adjustments we made of $4 million in the general fund this year. That is quite an accomplishment and took a lot of innovation and a lot of hard work by staff. And I just want to appreciate that. But I also want to once again recognize this is an inadequate budget. The service levels we're providing are not what people want. We hear it all the time, the long waiting lines to get a concealed uh, weapons license at the sheriff's office because he doesn't have the staff to handle that. We hear it when we have folks out in the Fern Ridge area propose to form their own policing district because they're not feel like there's adequate policing, or we see incidents at Emerald Park inside our urban growth boundary where we can't provide the adequate policing there, and a situation that shouldn't have blown up does blow up and ends up with two deaths. Those sort of things shouldn't happen in a county like this, and the failure of our fate, 
uh, of our federal and state governments to adequately manage our federal and state forests for the income they are obligated to provide to Lane County is really what's at, at, at heart. That graph over there is a perfect indicator of where the problems lie. Yeah, and we really need to address that over the years. But all that said, this budget does some great things. We close those structural gaps, yet we've still been able to make significant little investments that are going to really help our public safety system. We've added the DA staff so we can prosecute another 400 crimes and hopefully move those people into drug court or veterans court or into um, probation so that they're actually getting supervision and treatment. We've added three mental health providers into our jail system so we can start diverting some of those folks with behavioral health problems out of the criminal justice system and into our community services system. We're doing a lot with this budget. And it's an amazing thing we're able to do that while making such huge structural adjustments to how we're spending money. And I really appreciate staff and all their hard work and all, all the other elected department heads that contributed to this, the assessor, the sheriff, the DA. I just can't tell you what great work you've done. And it makes our job really easy and not having to come up with last minute proposals and, and put everybody under stress. And, and the fact that at two years in a row, we have had nobody comment on our budget is an amazing thing. You know, at least I'm happy to see that we have press here tonight, unlike last year, where we had no press coverage in passing our budget. But um, it's really, um, I commend staff and commend all the, the folks involved in preparing this budget and the work that you do to do what you do with so little resources. So thank you. Commissioner Farr. Thank you. Um, and thank you, Commissioner Bozovich, for covering all those points. I just want to say, tell a little story, Mr. McGrath, a very little story that happened yesterday. And Sheriff Trapp, um, neither of you were there, but uh, Captain Buckwald was there uh, at the Mental Health Advisory Committee yesterday. Uh, this is a group of people. I've been on the committee for three years, and they've had a lot of bad news through the years regarding diminishing its services, uh, inability to do the job that they knew they had to do um, in terms of uh, providing behavioral health services to the people who suffer from behavioral health issues. Yesterday, Captain Buckwald was there and made a presentation that basically surrounded the wheel graph. I'll draw your attention to the wheel graph that's over there, the Lane County Public Safety System, and talked about the addition of uh, three new mental health positions in the jail and uh, two new uh, district attorney positions that would, that would, in effect, ratchet up the amount of money we're receiving to provide uh, public safety services in the jail, uh, and one new probation officer. And then the, the uh, red highlight in the middle, which is the new Hourglass Community Crisis Center. And uh, Captain Buckold was able to uh, present that along with uh, uh, Lieutenant Riley and, uh, and uh, Kelly. And, uh, and I, I'm sorry, I cannot say Kelly's last name, but uh, the, the folks in the Mental Health Advisory Committee were uh, as close to a standing ovation as I've ever seen them. It's typically a, a group of people who, who are really upset about the fact that we're not providing the services. And one of the members of the committee looked at Captain Buchwald and he said, you're talking our language. <laughs> and, uh, and he had to remind them that the, that the Sheriff's Department has been providing this type of service for a lot of years, but never have we ratcheted it up to this level. And the people of the Mental Health Advisory Committee, I just wanted to tell the story that they were remarkably pleased with this budget. And it's, uh, they, they see it as being one of the most significant steps that we've ever taken. And I'd like to thank you for bringing that forward. Thank you to the Board of Commissioners and to this Budget Committee to make, for making behavioral health issues one of our top items in, in terms of uh, funding services that we've not, not funded historically. So very well done, Mr. McCarthy. Very well done, Sheriff. And Captain Buchwald, a salute to you, and thank you for the presentation you made yesterday. It was very well received, very well uh, taken in, and uh, you left a whole bunch of uh, service providers very happy. Thank you very much. Commissioner Larkin. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, I'd like to make note that this is uh, Marsha's final budget committee, and uh, and I, you know, and and I, and well, and I want to say thank you for your incredible work and service here at Lane County. I I think it's no secret I'm 
my passions on transportation and infrastructure issues and and um and on a lot of public works issues and i i and i one of the things that steve had mentioned during his, his comments and something that i've had quite a bit of discussion with him as well is is making sure we have opportunity to bring talent into the the county and i uh marcia i just want to say thank you for all your your leadership here at Lane County, and uh, I think when you look at the land management division now, and and having Lydia as the uh, as a leader, you're you're already seeing some great positive changes there. That's on you, and uh, for your leadership. And uh, I just want to say thank you very much. And uh, hopefully, uh, this is one of those last budget committees that you get to take a look at and say not bad. So, uh, but we've got a lot of work left to do, especially with our road fund. And uh, I think you can count on many of us up here to do what we can do to make sure that it happens. But your leadership, I just want to say, I'm really uh, very, very proud to be working with you these last few years. Thank you. Okay, any further discussion on motion five? All right, um, all those in favor of motion five, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Okay, so we have um, completed the budget um, issues. We've approved the budget. We now have time for the budget committee review process. Um, we've not even been here an hour yet. Does anybody need a break? <laughs> okay, then we'll keep going. Chair Hitchmans, um, Stu is going to hand out to you the email that I sent to the Budget Committee just with some questions that we thought of to maybe get your conversation going, um, but don't necessarily have to go through all of them. You are listening to the Lane County Board of Commissioners discussing the budget meeting live. a minute to a quick review of the email that's just been handed out. You can also view this too on lanecounty.org and watch the video. Go ahead. So while in the silence of everybody reading, I'll start off the conversation a little bit and just say that I felt like the first night of, of the budget committee this, this time was, was a great improvement. I think the, the starting out with the financial indicators from the performance auditor and the budget message was was done very well and review was a really useful evening I felt. I I, I don't think I'd recommend any changes, uh, but it was a good change for the positive from previous budgets uh, that I've been involved in. So I thought that was a really useful evening. Okay. Any other comments on number one? Go ahead. Yeah, I would just tack on to that. I think it's I think it's really important that we get the context of community conditions and, and what's happening in the in the broader community economically and for families um, and what some of the demographics of, of the households that are receiving the services the county provides um, as we head into considering the budget. That's just really important and really appreciated getting that information. Commissioner? Yeah, sure. I wanted to uh, comment briefly on the on the method that Steve and and others used during the budget message. Um, I thought that Steve's presentation was great and I think that having the auditor there was really good too. Um, but in addition we when we reviewed our auditors um, work, one of the things we wanted was more audits. <laughs> and so she's now really putting out the audits. So in addition to uh, maybe her overview that she provided, it would be also helpful for you guys, because I don't think you're really getting any of these audit reports, uh, to hear and have the public hear what she's found. Because that is a bit independent of the county administrator. Um, and so I would I would agree with the comments that have been made, but just to put a little more finer point on it, that the audit function of the 
performance auditor and what she's been doing since the last time we hear. I think that would expand her role in that first night and it would be very educational to staff, to the public, to the budget committee. Well, I'll comment on the audit committee. I understand the permanent committee has just been approved and appointed by the Board of Commissioners, and I also understand that that's probably going to be the finest committee in all of Lane County government. <laughs> I believe you are on it. Uh, yeah. I, I may pay, play a small part, I'm in but agreement. That, is, that was one thing of my platform when I interviewed is to uh, get the audit function more involved in the budget process, and certainly the transparency of the community will be a big part of, of what I advocate for, and I think the committee will, will be consistent with that. So I thank you for that input. Any other comments on number one? Okay. Number two, what did you like and dislike about the department presentations? Laura? Um, I just want to comment and thank the staff. I felt the presentations were really, um, they were very um, succinct and useful and interesting and I appreciated how the information that was delivered graphically was different than what was presented verbally. It felt more iterative and conversational and really appreciated not just that that happened but I felt like that happened in response to our request to have that happen. Um, so just overall staff has always been really responsive um, to our request but that was particularly important and useful. Um, and I'm, I'm sort of cheating by skipping ahead a little um, in terms of the next about hearing from every department. I think it's important to hear from every department and it was useful um, to, to have the presentations be a little more dynamic um, in, in that way. And, and I think it's important to hear from every department every year because if something changes and we skip a year, it's a, it's a long time before we hear about those changes. Um, and it was easier to get through all of the information. There's so much I know department heads would really like to share even more with us. Um, than they're able to and I feel like they really packed a lot into a short amount of time that they're given and it was um, it was much more um, digestible the way it was the way it was presented and I really very much appreciate that from from all of the departments and being so responsive in that way. Okay. Anybody else on number two? Yeah, sure. I would agree with the with the Laurie that um, the the uh, particularly the health and human services is fast and furious I think is the uh, is what I remember about that it was a uh, <laughs> Thank you, all, all three. <laughs> Fast, fun, and furious. And um, but that really was the uh, <clears throat> that was the nature of all the budget presentations. I think uh, everything was very, uh, as Laurie said, succinct and direct. Uh, gave a lot of information in a short period of time. But one I'd like to really single out, and that is the one that is uh, on the wheel graph over on the uh, over uh, the but regarding the <laughs> public safety system. I think um, I think the uh, uh, it's that that graph was a part of the sheriff's initial message and your initial message Steve and uh, I shared that with um, with the MHAC yesterday and that type of presentation right there where everything is graphically put forward really uh, is we're able to take it from the budget committee meetings and take it out into the community and I think uh, the graphics really were, uh, were very welcomed very uh, well received and easy to understand so I'd like to particularly single out the, uh, the sheriff's budget and and the clarity of that Thank you. Okay. Anybody else on number two? Okay. I will weigh in briefly. Um, I thought the presentations were excellent across the board. I thought um, leaving plenty of time for questions um, as part of the presentation I think was, was very valuable because you can have the questioner can have a bit of a dialogue with the person responsible and you can get to the point, the questioner can get to the point that they're trying to make very easily rather than on a three by five card that um, doesn't include the nuances or body language perhaps of, of what the question entails. Um, I thought the presentations were a, a celebration of what's going well and there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of things going well. Um, but uh, what I thought was missing is what's not going well. Where in the wheel graph, where are the holes? Where should we be looking at next year? Where are the, the, the issues? What's not going well? What's not going according to plan? And, and I think that wheel graph um, should be um, part of the discussion of those four departments every time. So if from probation um, or patrol, or the sheriff's office, jail, any of those 
have budget implications next year, it, it needs to be in the context of what's on that wheel. So we make good system-wide decisions. Um, that's all I have for number two. Okay. Um, number three. Do you prefer to hear from departments every year? Or should we hear more depth, in-depth from a specific few? I think that's a very interesting question. Larry? I agree with what Larry just said. I think it's important to hear from all of the departments. Um, and I was, I was happy to see that the time allocated to each of the departments seemed to make sense. Some, some of them had less time when um, Christine and Steve knew that Others would take a lot longer, and it worked really well for me. Okay. Anybody else? Go ahead. Uh, so I thought the presentations this year were outstanding, and there was a lot of information packed into them. I, I, I get a little concerned when we say we want to hear from every department every year, um, mainly from a time constraint situation. There's obviously going to be areas where we need to hear a lot of information about problem areas and those type of things. And, and uh, so I'd say maybe a hybrid version of that. Definitely hear um, a summary from all, all departments with balanced time for those that obviously need more of it. But then also um, the documents that we received on the side and so forth that were information that didn't have to be presented, but we actually got it on in person, but we got it on paper. Very helpful so that we can go ahead and get that in-depth information on those problem areas or areas that just there isn't enough time to get into the in-person presentations. Okay. We have two different ideas. Anybody else? Okay. Yeah. It, it could be perhaps that from year to year and, and probably happens internally, but if there's significant um, changes from year to year that a department needs, thinks they're going to need a little more time, that's worked out. And if if from one year to the next there isn't anything significantly different to, to report, then the report is essentially that and, and therefore shorter, but it still gives an opportunity for a, a touch point with the committee. So if there are any questions, um, I, I would just hate to not hear from a department at all or have an opportunity to interface with, with a department manager at all. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? My comment on number three would be uh, I've always, I always feel responsible for the general discretionary general fund as, as a member of the budget committee because that's really, we can't tell the federal government when they send $100 million how they're going to spend it in health and human services, they tell us. And we have to pass budget, we have to do what we have to do. but. The general fund, the discretionary general fund, I believe this group has a tremendous responsibility to allocate those dollars appropriately. And so the more the general fund is involved, the more I want to be involved. That's my opinion. Okay. Number four, um, proposed budget document. Comments on that? Go ahead. Uh, so I will just probably state the obvious. Uh, there's a lot of information that's provided to us, and it is very easy to use. Um, it's, it's great to be able to jump into a section and find the information quickly. So, you know, it's, I, I, I really appreciate this document and the way it's presented at this point in time. So. Okay. Anything else on number four? Number five, which materials in the budget binder provided the greatest value for you in reviewing, reviewing the budget, the SOS forms, or is there anything else we'd like to see more or less of in the binder? Go ahead. The only thing I'll say is that, uh, Ms. Moody, take this as a great compliment that nobody's uh, suggesting any great changes in the binder. Okay. And you do, oh, Larry? Well, I guess what I found most useful was a description of each of the departments and their, um, the written description and budget information. Okay. Anything else from number five? Number six, any additional feedback 
on any other topic or changes that you would like to see next year. Commissioner? Thank you. I, I've already mentioned the graphic, as have you, Mr. Chair, the, the wheel graph right there, which provided a great deal of information in graphic form. Um, I think the graphics that we can particularly, uh, for me, to take out to other groups and show uh, show the graphic rather than try and, you know, when you talk about the budget in front of the Rotary Group, their eyes cross open. When you show graphics, especially when it's highlighted in red the way that one is, it makes it so easy to understand and so easy for people to uh, acknowledge and appreciate um, what is happening with the budget. The other graphic I'd like to mention, and, and at this time it's an, a good opportunity to uh, congratulate uh, District Attorney Patty Perlow on her victory on Tuesday. Uh, congratulations, DA Perlow. But I'd like to mention uh, a, a pair of slides that the, that the DA showed that really, uh, that really uh, illuminated um, the, the difference, the changes in the department. And uh, it was the slides of the, uh, the cases prosecuted prior to August 1st. Is it okay if I say this, DA Perlow? And then the, the, the cases that were prosecuted after August 1st. And I love the, uh, you know, when, when uh, Alicia puts humor into the, into the uh, presentation, the show, um, it, and uh, you know, it really makes everything upbeat, and you understand things a little better, and you don't fall asleep. Well, Patty Furlow said, uh, "said Well, you'll notice a big difference on August 1st." And the graph before August 1st showed uh, uh, the cases, number of cases not being prosecuted, and the graph after August 1st said, showed the number of cases being pros prosecuted—a significant increase or decrease in cases that were not being prosecuted, I guess is what the graph showed. And, uh, and DA Perlow said, and I think this is the highlight of the entire budget process, she said, and the significant thing that happened on August 1st that she held and looked around the room and said, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. So congratulations to the entire budget team. Thank you. Okay. Dennis. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Commissioner. So the changes for next year, the one thing I will note is next year is a long session and state budget adoption. There needs to be a little bit more time for probably Mr. Kyler and also even, even you, Christine, about where the state is in their adoption process and what impact that will have on our possible budget because quite often we're adopting our budget ahead of the state and we're guessing about what our allocations are going to be. So in those um, odd number of years, we need to have a little bit more time for that, how that guessing process is working and whether, what, how well, or how much risk there are in the assumptions we're making in our budget. Because um, it, it does, does tend to get to be quite the guessing game. Um, so that's the one thing I think is, as we look to next year, that may have to change a little from this year's budget. We didn't have quite that, you know, the short session's overdone with long before we get our budget, and we kind of had a report on what it might impact in our budget, what they changed at, at the short sessions, but there wasn't any sort of really guessing game on what the CCA funding might be or, you know, whether they were going to actually approve allocating money, you know, you know, extra money for us having a, a state mental health health hospital in, in our county or not, you know, those sort of things. So that's something I think next year that, that as we think about the, uh, the all the department presentations we've been talking about, that's a little bit extra added thing that we need to make sure that there's time allotted for. Anybody else? Okay. Well, I will close then by saying uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be chair again. Um, I find it a, a very uh, good challenge. Keeps me um, preparing. It's it's work I enjoy, and I have to thank the other nine folks here for being very gracious, very respectful, and at times being very good at biting your tongues when I might have slipped or have missed something. Um, you have made um, the job and the committee and the results. Um, part of the success we've had is all assumed to you or should be attributed to you folks. So with that, nothing else, we're adjourned. Adjourned signing die. That was the uh, Board of Commissioners, uh, Lane County Board of Commissioners, a budget committee deliberation. 
And we're going to kind of just stay on the live here. That was broadcast, simulcast live from uh, the Lane County uh, boardroom. And if you'd like to have more of these type of meetings, we'd like to hear from you. Um, talk at krbnradio.net. And I'm going to just kind of stay on the line here for a few minutes. The Lane County Commissioner is talking about the budget and how they actually reduced taxes for a change, as everybody was kind of shocked with that. Um, and I was, we we're going to see if we can get uh, Jay to call in, but apparently he's, he's busy. So, uh, again, next time, next week, uh, we will probably will be on a new day and time on Wednesdays. So, again, uh, appreciate you listening. Comments that you would have, uh, talk to, email us at talk at krbnradio.net. And... Again, a reminder that uh, you know Jay is taking uh, input from from you and wants to hear from you, and also uh, any comments that you'll have. And uh, what we'd also like to ask you to do is to check us out on Facebook, like like us on Facebook, and like us on here. Follow us, so uh, it really makes a difference. And seeing the numbers really helps. And uh, again, to give Jay Bolshevich uh, kudos for taking time out of his schedule every week to uh, make himself available to his constituents, to you, and really wants to hear your, your input. So again, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been a, a live simulcast of the Lane County Commissioner's Budget Committee deliberations, and we shall see you again next week.